Hello and welcome to the Lockdown Leafs Podcast. Who wants to stop shop for all things Leafs? I'm your host, Mike DiStefano from TSN 1050 Toronto Radio, also known as Al's Brother from TSN's Overdrive. Hit me up on Twitter at Mickey underscore Canuck. Follow the show as well at Lockdown Leafs. If you like what you hear today, please consider subscribing to the podcast. Leave a rating, leave a review. All that good stuff is much, much appreciated. Uh, this is going to be a really quick podcast. Uh, we're just going to pretty much talk about this Joe Thornton signing. So I was on record the other day where I talked about I'm not sure I would I would want the Leafs to sign Thornton. It's not that I didn't want them to sign Thornton. I just felt like it wasn't a necessary signing. But if you could sign him at a one-year, $700,000 contract, I mean, you, you might as well. And that's exactly what they did. There was a lot of good into bringing in Joe Thornton into this lineup. The good far outweighs the bad, in my opinion. It's not that... I didn't want Thornton to come here and come to Toronto. I think it's more so just the fact that, you know, we already have an old grizzled vet who plays, you know, the center position, who I guess we're now going to have to shift over to the wing, in Jason Spezza. Like, he was that father figure, that that old vet in the room. And, you know, you don't really need two of them. You know what I mean? You just, that, that's what I was thinking. I suppose they could flip-flop in and out of the lineup, but it's just too... You know, two older guys chasing a cup. But the way that they play is similar in that they're both, you know, the game has passed by them. They're a lot slower now, and they they play with their mind as opposed to their feet. And, you know, it's just something that the Leafs really seem to be going heavy on here in this offseason. And maybe a little bit too heavy with size as opposed to speed and skill. I knew that they needed to get balanced, and I've been the one who's been clamoring for it for weeks now, and it's not that I don't like this signing. Again, I don't. I do want to reiterate that it's a good signing. He's going to bring a lot of good to this organization. I'll go over those in a second. But I'm just not sure where he fits. I'm not 100% convinced that he's somebody I think can be the third-line center the entire season. At 41 years old, look, everyone's got a hill. Father time is undefeated. You saw him take a bit of a step back last year. And now he hasn't played hockey since March. And now he is technically signed actually in in, uh, HC Davos. And he will be playing in Switzerland. So I guess he'll have an opportunity to get himself ready to go for when training camp opens up so that you know, he's not somebody who took forever to, to get going. Although I'm curious, actually, now that now that he signed officially with the Leafs, does that is that going to negate his contract? Perhaps not. I actually don't know. That's something that I'm going to have to look into. I haven't read that out there. If you do, let me know. Tag me in whatever you see, because uh, because that's that's interesting. If he's going to have to like literally three four days ago, he signed in. In Switzerland, and and now he's signing in Toronto. I don't know if that contract allows him to play out the rest of the uh, the rest of the winter there, and he's going to come over when the season starts, or he wants, or if Kyle Dubas and Leafs want him to come over now so that he could stay healthy, uh, so he doesn't get hurt playing overseas. I don't know. We'll have to see. But anyways, the fact of the matter is, he's forty one. He's an old man. You can tell that by a the length of his beard which apparently shaved off, which I'm really upset about because that was a fantastic beard. 
and the old grayness that is now woven into that amazing beard, which is no longer there. But you know what I mean. Um, and you could also see it out on the ice. You know, he's not as, as, as fleet-footed as he once was. His game has totally slowed down. His mind is still sharp. He still has some hands. He could still pass the, the puck around the ice. But when it comes to speed, he's just not able to keep up as much as he used to be able to do that. So playing third-line minutes as a matchup, I don't, I, like, I, a third line nowadays traditionally uses as, as kind of a matchup. I don't think that's what they're going to be looking to doing for the Maple Leafs. They'll probably have John Tavares end up being the matchup line if they do end up putting Thornton as a third-line center, just because I don't think that he's somebody who you could play, you know, 17, 16, 17 minutes a night. I think he's got to be under 15 if he's going to be expected to play out the whole season and be just as good the whole year and not hit a wall. So the third, as a third-line center, I don't know if I like that. I've seen that. Posted in a few different forums. I've seen that online. I think Dave Poulin from TSN, a former NHL GM, he was discussing. He thought that third line center was probably where he's going to slide in. There's something about the fact that this is only a seven hundred thousand dollar contract that leads to me to believe that that may he may not be considered a third line center. In fact, just a fourth line guy who may come in and out of the lineup depending on the night. And that's where I see him more so as. I see him as a guy who can go and, you know, be a fourth line, be this team's fourth line center. Maybe help out a little bit on on the second power play because he still does have that great offensive instinct and offensive mind. He's still going to put up some points. But have him be your fourth line center. Maybe you shift Spezza to the wing. Maybe those two are interchangeable within the lineup. I'm not sure what they're going to have to do. I don't know if I want them both in the lineup every single night. Uh, together on one line. It just seems a little bit too old and slow for the modern-day NHL, and I feel like if they get hemmed in their own zone, they'll get walked all over just because they're not going to be able to win foot races to the puck if if you know or play along the boards. So, you know, it's going to be interesting how Sheldon Keefe deploys this unit. He's brought in a lot of bottom six players. This is a totally reworked bottom six, which is great. It's something that the, the Leafs desperately needed to do, and they needed to add a little, you know, some more different elements than they had, right? They moved out speed and skill guys like Kapanen and Janssen and replaced them with not as skilled players, but definitely players that complement this team and complement the bottom six a little more. Guys like Wayne Simmons, guys like Jimmy VC, you know, they traded for Joey Anderson, another big kid. And now you get Jumbo Joe Thornton, all six foot four of them, and you park them down the middle, whether it's on the third or fourth line, whatever it ends up being. A guy who comes in and out of the lineup, we'll see. I got to tell you guys about Built Bar. It's the best tasting protein bar ever, and the new and improved Built Bar is even more delicious. 
They've got 18 amazing flavors and six brand new flavors that you want to check out. My favorite, cookies and cream. It is fantastic. But they also got caramel brownie, cherry barcia, carrot cake, apple, almond crisp. And that goes along with the other 12 original flavors. And we already know how much I love myself, my peanut butter brownie. The bars are covered in 100% chocolate. They're soft and easy to chew. And best of all, the Built Bar is healthy, folks. Built Bar is great for the health-conscious guy or gal who's looking to lose or maintain weight while indulging in a delicious treat. Bars are low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein, high-fiber, great for the keto diet. Let me tell you a little bit about the peanut butter bar. It's got 19 grams of protein, just 180 calories, just 5 grams of sugar, and only 5 grams of net carbs. I'm telling you. These bars are healthy, they're delicious, they're amazing. And right now, you can get a free cooler with a purchase while supplies last. You just got to go to BuiltBar.com, use the promo code LOCKEDON, and you'll receive 20% off your next order. Use the promo code LOCKEDON for a chance at a free cooler and 20% off at BuiltBar.com. But he is going to bring significant leadership to the group. And this is where I think he becomes the most valuable. On the ice... He's probably going to produce somewhere around 30 points. Well, we'll see how many games. We'll see how many games they end up playing. On like an 82-game pace, I could see him hitting 30 points or so, between 30 and 35 points. But if it ends up being less than that, I mean, do the math and convert it into like a 60-game pace or 60-game season, whatever it is. I wasn't told there's going to be math involved in this job, so just going to leave that there. <laughs> but... The leadership that he's going to bring to the locker room, I think, is going to be important. Multiple coaches have come through this locker room and come through this team and have mentioned that this team, there's not enough will with this team. They don't play tough enough. They don't play with enough spirit. There's no heart. There's no identity. Now, that was a big, big thing that Mike Babcock said last year before he got fired. They were nearly two months into the season, and he said that his team didn't have an identity. So, something that Joe Thornton brings is leadership. It's what they need. A voice in the locker room. I don't think he's going to end up with a letter. I don't think he really cares to have a letter. You know, just his voice is going to be big for a guy like Austin Matthews. You know, to learn from Joe Thornton. We've we've heard from both Matthews and Marner, how much Patrick Marlowe meant to them early in their careers. Well, Joe Thornton is just as amazing as a human. And I'd argue a better hockey mind as Patrick Marlowe. So you get two guys who are surefire future Hall of Famers that you can lean on. And you add in, obviously, Jason Spezza. You know, I think that's great for this locker room. So those are the, the the big things that he's going to come in and add. He's not going to come in and be the Joe Thornton of old, right? This isn't 2006. He's not going to score 120 points. He's not going to play 20 minutes a game. He's going to come in and what I believe, probably play fourth line minutes, and contribute a little bit offensively, just as some for depth, and then also on the second power play, probably take over you know Kapanen or Janssen's spot, and just be a good voice in the locker room. 
And with his size, right? Like 6'4". Like he's a big dude. He's a thick guy. He's got old man strength. Guaranteed. When you hit 40, you automatically get old man strength. You punch your card on your birthday, boom, you get old man strength. So, <laughs> you know, he's, he's also a big intimidating guy, and he brings that size that this team was looking for. And at $700,000, look, this could end up being something similar to Yarmir Yager. Remember when Yager signed his very last season in the NHL? Signed a league minimum deal to come to Calgary. I think he got like a game or two in, and then Calgary just realized he ain't got it. Unfortunately, Father Time finally caught up to Yager, and they let him go. And he was making barely anything, so it, it didn't really do, you know, they were okay with it. The same could be happening here with Joe Thornton. You know, this isn't a contract or a player that the Leafs are going to be married to. And, and I guarantee you that this isn't a slight to Thornton because I guarantee you if he realizes that he's not pulling his weight anymore and that the game is passed by him and he can't produce and compete at the level that he's accustomed to, the level that he wants to, as a legitimate NHLer, and he's just kind of too slow and 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 father time catches up and he just can't do it anymore, he'll probably want to walk away himself. So it's not even that they're gonna, you know, slight him and be like, ah, he can't do it. Let's get rid of him. Let's cut him. I think, you know, Joe would probably cut himself. <laughs> like, you know, he'll come and say, I I don't got it. I, I thought I did. I don't got it. I can't play. I'm not playing at the at the level of hockey that I'm accustomed to, I don't like it, and uh, and I got to call it a career. No harm done. That's worst case scenario, obviously. Best case scenario is he kind of replicates what he did last year as a bottom six center. He's playing for a crappy team and still actually had decent production. Now he goes on a pretty good team. We'll see what he ends up, how much power play time he ends up getting. We'll see if he ends up on the third line. Like I said, I don't believe he will. But it's a, a really, it's it's a low risk signing. I see a lot of people in like the message boards on on Twitter and on Facebook and on, on you know, lease blogs. And a lot of them saying, oh, great, another old old guy over the hill chasing a cup in his decline. Who's not going to help us. Guys, it's a $700,000 one-year contract. It doesn't matter. <laughs> like Assigning a guy like Thornton, I don't know if you're expecting this to be a, a piece that puts this team over the top. It's really not. If anything, the, the best that it can do to me is instill some sort of leadership and hopefully it transfers over into a guy like Austin Matthews. I think Matthews took some big steps last year. I think if he rubs off and picks Thornton's brain a little bit, I think Matthews, man, he could really turn into not just an elite player, but possibly one of the best players to don the Maple Leafs uniform. He has the talent to do it. He's got to love the game, and 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 a, having a guy like Thornton in the locker room to rub off on him, I love it. I love it. I love to see it.
So I like the signing. It's a good one. Low risk. You know, there's slight upside. I'm not saying that it's a, a high upside. It's it's really not. It's just it kind of is what it is. You know, like he's just a guy at this point in his career. But he's a guy that comes with a lot of experience and leadership and respect. And I think that is something that was missing a little bit in the least dressing room over the past couple of years. Because they tried to just go with youth, speed, and skill. That's how Kyle Dubas, when he inherited the team, that's that's kind of the way that they tried to build this team. Now, they did make an addition with Patrick Marlowe, who brought in that, that uh, veteranness, and it worked. He had a great first season, second season not so much, and then they ended up having to spend a first-round pick to get out of his contract so that they could get his cop, cap off the books in his third season. But the first season went really well, and uh, he was a good mentor for Matthews and Marner. But they really went towards speed and skill. Four lines of it. I think they've realized now, after getting bounced in back-to-back-to-back, to back, <laughs> yeah, back-to-back-to-back-to-back, yeah, four, four straight uh, first-round exits this year, technically not even getting to the first round with the, with the, the, uh, the play-ins. I think they realize that they need a little bit more. They need a little bit more grit, a little bit more size. They need to be balanced. And they needed some veteranness, some leadership. I was listening to uh, we, you know, I work on the show Overdrive for TSN, and we had Ray Ferraro on, and it was a couple of days ago, back when the Joe Thornton rumors really started percolating around the city, and they asked Ray, oh, you know, what what do you think Thornton could bring? And something he brought up, which I thought was interesting, and you know, he does a lot of games from between the benches does a lot of Leafs games for TSM. And he said that the Leafs are a really quiet bench. You know, there's not much chatter on the Leafs bench. And he couldn't quite pinpoint why. But he pondered, could that be because there wasn't, you know, that guy who has that experience, that rah-rah mentality to keep the bench active, to keep their mind on the game. I feel like Joe Thornton could come in and help with that. You know, get some energy on the bench in between shifts. It's it's a it's a small thing, but I wonder if it could help. Right? You know, if this team has emotion and energy like they hadn't shown before, maybe that unlocks the secret for the Maple Leafs. You know, so maybe that's one other thing that that Jumbo could bring for us. Guys, it's a good signing. Don't have high expectations. I don't have high expectations. Like I said, my expectations is a fourth liner who, you know, in a shortened season, maybe pots me 25 points-ish. Maybe 30 if he gets a, a lot of power play time. That's all I'm expecting. And even if he if he hits that, that's great. If he doesn't hit that and he only, you know, gets you, I don't know, like seven goals and 13 assists for for 20 points through like 50 games, I'm okay with that too. Honestly, I am. As long as he's not a liability in the defensive zone, which if his minutes are sheltered and limited, he should be fine. So, again, low risk, guys. Low risk. Something that I'd like to do going forward, I did a... uh, 
um, a kind of ask me and ask me anything segment a little bit ago where people ask questions to the athletic and there was like 10 questions that we need answered uh, for every Leafs fan. So Myrtle and, and uh, Siegel went ahead and, and they answered the questions. So I was like, oh, that, that seems like fun. So I remember I, I did a podcast where I answered those questions. I like doing that. That was a lot of fun. So I think I'm going to try and do that more often. And for me to be doing that, uh, a way to help with doing those, if you enjoyed that style podcast, is to send me in questions. And I can kind of bank them, and then every other week or, or you know, depending on how many questions I get, you know, I'll do kind of a mailbag segment once a week where I answer your questions. So hit me up on Twitter, at Mickey underscore Canuck, or the show, at Locked on Leafs, and send in some questions, whether it's about me, myself. You know, what, what am I up to? Yeah, a question about the boys from Overdrive? Sure, maybe I can answer that too. Obviously... You know, questions about the Maple Leafs would be much preferred. <laughs> you know, like, oh, what are your thoughts on this signing? And I'll give you my my, my thoughts. I'm not going to ramble for 15 minutes like I did today, but I'll give you my thoughts on whichever signing it is. You know, is there a player you think that the Leafs may still be interested in? Well, yeah, actually I do. And I'll talk about that next week. Because now that we're a week through free agency... I think next week I'm going to do my overall winners through the first week, my overall winners and losers throughout the league, league-wide. And then I'm also going to talk about some guys that maybe Toronto still might be interested in. They might, I, they might be done, but I still think they do need another top-nine player. And I don't think Joe Thornton is that, right? Like a couple, couple of days ago I talked about the checklist, how I still believe they need a top-nine player. I don't think Joe Thorne checks off that box for me. So I still think they got one more one more signing they got to do. We'll see if they get it done. All right. That's going to do it for me here today on the podcast. I'd like to thank you all for listening and supporting the show. You can subscribe to the Lockdown Leafs podcast on all podcasting platforms and receive daily Leafs content. Follow myself on Twitter. I'm making a score Canuck. Follow the show at Lockdown Leafs. And if you want some more hockey talk, be sure to check out the Lockdown NHL podcast where myself and four other Lockdown hosts discuss the latest around the NHL. I'll be back with another episode on Monday. But until then, have a great weekend, folks, and keep it locked right here on Lockdown Leafs.